Welcome back, everybody, to Galaxy RPG. Uh, we are going to be starting our next main campaign, Shadows of the Past, today. Uh, before we start, though, I want to thank uh, everybody who has... It's been a surge of downloads recently. We're almost at 300 downloads, which is insane. We were at, like, just over 200 a month ago. So, to everybody uh, who's been following us, new and old, uh, thank you. We appreciate it. And um, we hope you don't uh, hate this new one. So, we're going to be uh, a little bit more cinematic with this campaign. A little more cynical. <laughs> at, um, least, at least at the start. Uh, we'll see how that goes. I'm going to do my best. But, so if you could imagine, darkness. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. And then bright yellow letters and royalty-free, vaguely John Williams music. As I read my shitty little intro crawl. Scrolling text. Scrolling text. Chaos grips the galaxy. Following their defeat at the Battle of Jakku two years ago and the signing of the Mothma Dala Treaty, the Empire is a husk of its former self. Meanwhile, the five syndicates grow ever more powerful despite the New Republic's best efforts. Now, a sovereign transport carrying refugees from the Core Worlds travels deep into the Outer Rim, unaware of its true cargo. And we pan down through the stars. And we settle on a field of debris. Or, not debris per se, but there is a few larger capital ships, a Nebulon B, uh, an MC-75. No, but they've taken heavy damage. Um, there are fires blazing on multiple decks. They should just um, open a window. And there are... Um, like cargo shuttles and starfighters traveling between each of these ships. And we pan back a bit through a window and we see the reflection of a Polis Mossen staring out at the carnage. Ash, you remember this day. Uh, the day that the uh, Rebel Alliance meetings at Mako Ta a, a dockyard in the Outer Rim. You were present there when it was ambushed by Death Squadron. Uh, really? That's Darth Vader's personal, like, strike force. Um, Damn, he really got rid of Vader's fist, huh? <laughs> uh, Vader's fist is the troopers. This is capital ships and starfighters. Um, the surviving ships fled in multiple different directions. And your section of the fleet that you've been assigned to stopped here to uh, recuperate, repair, and handle the wounded and deceased. As you're called away from the window, uh, there are rows of just... Like, there are medical beds that are built into the infrastructure in this Nebulon B, but there's so many injured and deceased that they've had to bring out, like, folding cots to lay them on. And as you rush over to uh, one of these injured rebel soldiers, um, they are missing their arms from the elbow down. And as you go to apply bandages, you get this quick flash of crimson. And you feel like this instant searing pain in your elbows before you stumble back. And... 
the ship around you, everything seems frozen for a moment. And if you can imagine, like, almost how, like, Silent Hill, like, how it transitions. Everything, like, kind of twists. Yeah, like, hull panels just start to flake off the walls. And you are now in an abandoned street, standing in front of uh, a few decent-sized buildings. Um, but you're not alone. Uh, in front of you is a Kubaz in body armor and leather trench coat standing outside this one specific building. It looks like just low-income housing. Um, but there are carbon scoring and um, broken glass everywhere. The front doors that usually slide apart from the middle look like they've been wrenched open by some unseen large beast. Herrera, you remember this day. Like it was yesterday. The massacre on Kalanda Station. And as you step into the main lobby, Ash, do you follow him? Well, I feel like standing in the street's gonna get me nowhere, so yeah, I'll follow the mysterious it's raining. You might want to head inside. Yeah. <laughs> As you both step inside, there are already bodies that have just been piled in this main, like, um, like reception area. Um, and on the wall above the reception desk, in like, like very slapdash quick graffiti, is a rebel starboard and in Arabesh next to it just the words remember and too late you then hear commotion uh, from a room to your left and as you move closer the door here it's very similarly though it's not a middle part it's just supposed to slide to the left but it's just been bent inward um, you see you hear blaster fire and by the time you enter, a few more people, whether they were civilians or rebels, you don't know, have been gunned down by three Imperial Stormtroopers. And standing behind these Stormtroopers is a figure in gray and black robes with a ignited red lightsaber. Would any of us know what those are? Um, you probably seen the hollow vids and it's not hard to put two and two together it's ignited though it Herrera's probably seen too many it does have like a semi-circular handguard that goes across the front and as you see this and this figure starts to slowly turn over its shoulder to look at you Herrera pull panels start to peel off the walls and the sound of the rain outside and the blaster fire from floors above you transitions to a soft breeze and birds chirping as trees sprout up and you're now on a small farm in a patch of grassland you see a human uh, in a slightly armored like not full like trench coat like yours but it's like mid-thigh. Um, Corin, you remember this day. The day the Empire came for your family. You see uh, your father load a younger you 
into a, like a small cargo shuttle that your family had and says something you can't hear to the astromech droid as it begins to slowly lift off from the ground. You see stormtroopers descending from a, an Imperial shuttle. Um, like, that's landed, like, smack dab in the middle of your family's crops. Um, and they kind of line up on either side of the boarding ramp as a figure in gray and black robes that you guys now recognize from just moments before. Though now that you can see him from the front, you see that the interior, like, lining of the robes is red. And he's wearing, like, a almost featureless metal mask with just a single, like, black strip visor. Mm -hmm. Um, he reaches the bottom of the boarding ramp. And whereas, Corin, you don't remember anything from this point, he looks at the three of you. The grass burns away. And you're standing, like, shin-deep water. The trees around you now are, like, like, uh, think almost like, uh, like, uh, Florida Everglades. Like, that kind of very bayou, like, roots coming up out of the water kind of big trees. But there's no leaves. It's just, they're all dead-looking. And nearby, on land, you see a burning village. And you hear a child screaming. At that point, you all wake up. You are all aboard a Sovereign-class Starliner, um, which, um, it's literally the, uh, the ships from Galactic Star Cruiser, um, down at Galaxy's Edge. But, um, those are Purgle-class, um, Star Cruisers, these are modified versions of those. All of the fancy amenities have pretty much been all stripped out to just make more room for um, like living quarters. And these are what um, are being used to transport refugees out of the core worlds. Um, but you are all in the main atrium, which is mostly just a communal like lounge. So did I see these people in my You dream? all saw each other. You have no idea who each other are. And now that you've woken up, as you're kind of looking around, you do see the Kubaz that you saw, kind of like having just woken up like from being slouched over the bar. And the uh, Polis Mossin at like, you know, like those, uh, those like cafe tables that are like really tall for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's short already, so the legs are just kind of dangling from the seat, and there's like... Okay, you didn't have to put me in a comical position. Um, <laughs> there's like multiple... You're sitting on fucking, like, phone books. Uh, there's like multiple different, like, brochures and stuff, like, all out on the table in front of her. I hope you don't expect me to need to drive anything, because I don't think I can reach the pass. <laughs> um, and you were just... At a, a, like one of those like semicircular little couches um, over by the big window. The, each each of the the port and starboard side have these big viewport um, transparisteel windows that look out. Were we actually asleep? Were we actually asleep, or was it kind of like a like a daydream kind of thing? You don't know. Like I'd imagine, my guy's probably a little sauced. Um, a little. 
So he probably actually was like face down in a pile of his own. You guys have been traveling for uh, a while. Um, Did I see their dreams too, or just mine? No, um, we all. Oh yeah, that's a good Did point. We all see all you three only of them? saw yours, but with the other people. But with the two of them. Okay. You saw the most. Look at that. But you've all been in traveling for a while. Um, the ship you're on, the Aegis, is currently moving around the border of the Outer Rim. And Ash, you would have been the last to board from Polis Massa. But you, it's still been, you know, a couple days at least for you. And Corin, you've been on the longest having come from Corellia. Um, so you've probably been on there for at least a week. Just so, so you would know, like, the sleeping quarters on the ship are not nice. Okay. It's essentially, if you imagine, like, those, like, Japanese, like, capsule hotels, okay. it's just, like, rows of, like, one bed built into the wall. And they're usually three high, so they have, like, a little ladder that you can get up to your bed. And they have four separate, like, floors of that. But you're all awake now. Um, the ship is still in hyperspace. You can see the blue swirling uh, vortex that you're all very used to at this point. Um, what are you all doing? Oh, hmm. I think it'd be kind of weird to go uh, approach people after I had a dream with them. Yeah. And be like, oh, I saw you in my dreams. <laughs> go where I need to go. I don't know any of these people. I think I would immediately look at the bottle that I'm drinking from and be very and start reading the ingredients because something's in there that's funny uh yeah I mean it's it's just uh it's it's not top shelf like it's not Wyron's Reserve drilling whiskey it's like the cheapo shit um it works whatever it works. is it might have worked a little too well um Corin Ash what about you Minding my own business and keeping to my reading. Okay. Corin? I'm going to keep an eye on the two people that I remember seeing. Okay. Um, I'm not really doing anything particular, so I'll just every once in a while glance over to okay. see if they're still where they are. Yep, yeah, they, they are sticking to themselves, sticking to their, to their spots. After about another hour, um, Herrera, I'm going to need a two purple resilience check to see how blasted you're gonna get from just drinking straight from the bottle through your little snout. You know how it is. What are any talents? Uh, also, uh, destiny points. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. One dark side for Corrin. I got two advantages, by the way. This whole page two advantages? Yeah. This whole page for destiny points? No, for the oh, okay. check. Headass. Also, I got a dark side. Pip. Ash. On dark side. Nice. We're starting off strong. Love to see it. Okay, so so we got side. what? Three dark sides. The side. dark side's feeling pretty strong today. Um, that's fitting. Um, so, Herrera, you're functional. Um, but you are going to take, for an arbitrary amount of time, you're going to get a black to, like, any coordination. I'm technically dazed. Yeah. Okay. Um. But after about an hour, you feel, it's like a low rumble. Like, more than just the rumble of, like, 
starship engines. I probably see my whiskey glass. I see yeah, it. it's like it's like the T Rex. Okay. Um, when you all notice the blue swirling vortex out of the window, slowly go to purple, and then to red, and then the ship lurches, like. Herrera, your ship, your your uh, your drink just goes spilling all over the counter. Uh, luckily, uh, the the really tall chair and uh, table that you're at, Ash, is bolted to the floor. Wait, why is the chair bolted? Oh, is it like a stool kind of thing? Uh, yeah, it's like it's like essentially a stool with just a little bit of a back. Okay. Uh, it's like those tall cafe tables. Yeah, yeah, and. The ship is ripped out of hyperspace. We know that's not normal. Yes. Okay. Um, especially for a, a, a ship that's supposed to be protected nice ground going. for refugees. Yeah. Uh, Corin. Yep. Give me a vigilance. Uh, you were you were trying to be attentive of things, so I'll yes. let you make a perception check. Um, two purple. Um. One success. Okay. So, as the ship comes out of hyperspace, you see it passes by the window quickly. Um, but it's this spherical object, probably about the size of like a like a light freighter. Um, and. You got a success. Did you get advantage? No, just a flat success. Okay. I'll say you recognize it, having grown up on Corellia, and specifically working in, like, assembly lines for, like, ship parts and stuff like that. Um, this is a hyperlane interdictor mine. These, at least... During the reign of the Empire, you have no idea, like, who's using them nowadays. Um, but these were laid along hyperlanes to simulate a gravity well um, and cause a ship to come out of hyperspace at a pre-planned location. Okay. Um, and immediately, there's a panic. This was not supposed to happen, and at this time uh, of the um, of the journey, there's not a ton of people in the atrium, but there's enough that there's like one small like Weekway family that like the parents are trying to calm the kids down. Um, Weekways having a family? That's kind of surprising. Eh, trying to do new things. Um, and in the center of the atrium is a large um, hollow projector that's usually used to make, like, ship-wide announcements. Um, like the Continental Breakfast is now open. <laughs> yeah, sure. Not right now, though. Um, and after a few moments of brief panic, a the hollow table hums to life, and a hologram of the captain, um, a Duros, in, like, crisp uniform, little captain's hat, um, wearing a hat? Yeah. Duros? Yeah. Wearing a hat. Hey, listen. Duros not only... Cad, yeah, Cad Bane doesn't have a monopoly on Duros wearing hats, okay? No, no other Duros wears a hat. Well, this guy does. It probably looks ridiculous. Well, 
Bad That's cane. Rude. Is it bad cane? Um, it's bad cane. And uh, so the hologram appears, and you hear both in local proximity to the table, but also over the PA systems. Uh, this is your captain speaking. Um, we're having uh, a bit of a technical difficulties. Uh, we're trying to sort out exactly what's going on. Um, but for everyone's safety, uh, we request that uh, all passengers uh, move to the residential wings uh, until we give the all clear. Uh, I repeat, all passengers to the residential wings until we give the all clear. Thank you. And the hologram disappears. And all of the other people in here, including even like the bartender and the few like stewardesses that were like moving around, start to hurriedly shuffle to the rear of the room to the different staircases that go uh, to the residential floors. Um, what are you doing? Well, the floor finished the drink for me, so I'll... Uh... <laughs> you don't want to just take the little end cap of your uh, your armored snout protector and just, like, anteater lick it up off the counter? Those days are over. Those days are over. You used to do that? Back in Rough the, times. Back in the wilder days. Um, yeah. Back I, in spy school. Yeah, in spy school. You Herrera. really are, like, spy versus spy. Herrera's going to school. That's fucked up. <laughs> Just because I look like that? It's really messed up. <laughs> Secret cabaz. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go back to my uh, residential because, uh, you know, it's probably safer there. I can go lay down, lay off the buzz a little. What, you're telling me you okay. don't want to get into a bar fight? Why would I get... Why would... Everyone's leaving. Who am I going to fight in the bar? Um, Ash and uh, Corin, are you also going back to residential, or are you loitering? Um, probably going to follow the people that I saw in the dream, actually. You're kind of creepy, okay. That's creepy. Ash? I'm going to go to my room, because if there is any trouble, uh, it doesn't interrupt my reading. <laughs> okay. I'm um, here to go to a, I'm here to go to a medical conference. I'm not here to make friends. So you were born on a farm. Or yes. clearly you were on a farm, and your name is Corn. Corin. Corin. C O R Y N. Okay, I was gonna make it during your very deep force uh, intro, but I was like, it's not appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I was also gonna mention when you said uh, like shin high water. I would say not for all of us. <laughs> yeah, for Ash it was like drowning. Or, or you were up like, to your shoulders. Aren't the boss like four feet tall too? Though? No, they're they're they're, they're on the sh they're on the shorter end, but they're still like they normal. Are. I think they're just normal. I, I just mean shorter on a, the like normal height. They're not like hobbits. They're just like a normal human uh, is like five nine. A Kubaz might be like five six average. Does it say that? I thought the normal height. I think so. I think they're right, more on the shorter way. end. Um, but. So, Your name is Corn. Like, I don't know why you're talking. Ash, you probably would be the closest to these stairs. So you start heading back to your uh, wing. And uh, Herrera, you start heading. You each individually kind of realize that you're all in the same floor of the residential. You're all on uh, floor Besh. Um, That's B. Yeah. 
Wow, thank you for the lesson. Um, well, maybe you guys don't know your Arabesh. Which you all wouldn't have even thought about, because uh, up until this weird, creepy dream you had, um, you, you didn't know, know who the fuck... Six. Yeah, <laughs> you had no uh, reason to uh, pay any mind to each other. Isn't it weird that there's a three-stack? It feels like they were going to all be bunkmates. Um, you aren't all in a three-stack, though. Okay. Um, but as you guys are kind of the last to leave the main atrium... I'm gonna need all of you to give me a one purple vigilance check. Oh, I'm destroying. We're rolling. That's what I bought all my dice for. Success and advantage. Uh, neutral. You said one purple, right? You did. Yes. Two successes and advantage. Success and advantage. Okay. Two I advantage. A, I have a four okay. in willpower. How'd this happen? Um. So Ash, you don't really, uh, you don't really notice much, though you do have a quick, like. Something percolates in your brain. That That's the Percocet. The, 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 the spider sense kind of goes off for a moment. Um, but Herrera and definitely Corin, as you're about to uh, enter the little... Because there's, there's a stairway that goes up to like a, um, like a raised platform where there's a couple more tables, and then there's stairs beyond that that go to the different floors. Mm-hmm. And as you're ascending that first stair up to that raised platform, you see um, to the... It would be two guys' right now, because you're coming towards the rear of the ship. Um, the window near the bar that you were at, Herrera. Um, you hear the muffled crack of lightning of a ship coming out of hyperspace. And... The two of you see a Vindicator-class Star Destroyer. These are... Those are like classic ones? No, they're slightly smaller than an Imperial II. Um, And they're they're like slightly wider, but flatter. And the, um, like the bridge is is also wider, but it doesn't have like the sensor bulbs or anything like that. It's just a single like bar. Mm -hmm. Um, And... You kind of pause there as you see this, and you see two specks kind of descend from its ventral hangar. And as they start getting closer, because there is a hangar at the front of these um, Sovereign Class transports, and heading towards that as they get closer, you see a landing craft, like those ones that they have at the beginning of Force Awakens, and also they had them in in Mando. Those ones that look like the D-Day boats. Mm Um, followed by I'm trying to think what a give me a do you guys have warfare on there? yes Okay. give me a yep. warfare check uh, it's gonna be did all of us see it or only us two? just the two of you okay. oh not me? Uh, no you, no, you. You succeeded. Um, I thought, didn't we all go back to the... You were yes, on your way back when you saw but this, but she, she didn't see it. Ah. Um, How many purple? Three purple. Uh, Herrera, you're going to get a boost to this. Actually, you're going to get two boosts to this. Hey, good. Why two? Prior experience. Success and a threat. Yeah. They're a threat, all right. Oof. Um, one advantage. Okay. Um, so, Corin, 
you don't recognize the exact model. It's definitely a TIE fighter. Um, but it it's not like any TIE fighter you've ever seen. And I mean, you helped construct parts for them, but this is hey, what the something hell? different. Um, Herrera. You say what the hell when you snitched to the fucking Empire. Um, That's right. You have seen one of these before. This is a TIE Advanced V1. Um, Classic. Not, this is not the uh, TIE Advanced that Darth Vader has in A New Hope. This is the one that they introduced in Rebels that's closer to a regular TIE Fighter. Um, it's still got the curved wings, mm-hmm. um, but the wings can fold in so it can land. And it's it's got like armored reinforcements on the outside and only solar panels on the inside. Um, solar panels on the inside don't sound very useful. No, they, they have so to... That's, that, that's the thing. Curve. They... Um, they have low power uh, output, um, so these are one of the few TIE fighters that actually requires fuel, but they also have shields and a hyperdrive. Oh, okay. Um, and these are usually, especially towards the end of the Galactic Civil War, were relegated to special forces. Like, they were kind of made a little bit more in bulk, um, not as much as regular TIE fighters. They're still pretty rare. Mm. But this one specifically, you recognize, has a glossy black paint job and red stripes that come from each of the um, corners of like the central cockpit window and then back. Um, this is a personal craft of an Imperial Inquisitor. And both of them head for the forward hangar of the Starliner. I'm in trouble. I'm in danger. <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> Even in, in a slightly drunken state, I think this completely sobers Herrera up. But you guys make it to the um, residential area. Herrera, in his um, all-knowing wisdom, is uh, terrified. All-knowing wisdom of being a fucking snitch. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go and see what's going on. Okay. Because, uh, last thing Herrera wants is, uh, more Imperials on board this ship. Um, okay. So, you... Seen too many massacres. Turn on the heel and head towards the front of the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you get to the door that leaves the atrium and goes further towards, like, the bridge and the hangar, mm-hmm. um, the door opens and you kind of, like, shoulder bump mm-hmm. a, uh, another person human male um think um oh my god what's his name um james marston the guy that played um cyclops in like the old x-men movies and he was in the sonic movie okay um is that the guy who played the main character yeah um he's just wearing like a blue like um like almost a like a blue m- skin type jumpsuit no. with the yellow X on the f- no, <laughs> um, but it is it's like a blue like almost like mechanics jumpsuit, mm-hmm. um, and he's got like a satchel. Is it yellow? Uh, no, <laughs> it's just brown leather. Um, give me a give me a, give me a vigilance roll. Oh, this is my this is my yeah. Um, uh, you uh, are gonna get a boost to this. Okay. Purple. Um, just two. I want to go over something real quick. One success, three advantage. Okay. Cool. Um, obligation is 15 by default, right? 
Um, for three people, yes. Okay. Um, I don't think you took a hit at all. No, I didn't. I have pretty basic shit. Um, Outside of something, there was something else that I wanted to. Oh, can we get more force powers, or are we yes. more or less just stuck with um, the one that we have? Right now? Yes, but it requires training. Okay. Um, there is. I got to look into it because I know um, there are rules for like spontaneous force use, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know how that works. Okay. But it's, like... a, it's essentially special rules for like I don't know how to do this thing, but I do it just because of like. I could, also, desperate situation. I could also see Geeking it being as kind of like a, we're at like a really, yeah, like a very desperate, like bottom, the, like deepest targets, like shit, we're at the bottom, like rock bottom, and then like, it's, you know, a little push up, like, someone's bleeding out, dying, and you're just like, oh, now I don't have to heal someone. And it's usually like a one-off thing, it's not like, you did it, and now I know how to do this thing. Or you um, learn it, and then there's also like, it, and then it's like, oh, I want to learn. There's it. also like a mentor discount. So if you guys get a mentor, um, charge you five hundred credits. I will. Uh, no, it's um, if you have a mentor, you can get a base force power for five less experience. <sighs> but it can't be any lower than um, five. So if it's if. Um, if you have, like, something else. I, I, I don't know why they make that the caveat. I don't know if there's other things that lower... Um, it might just be future-proofing. Um, but you can't get a, a base power for less than 5 XP. Um, anyway, so you got 2 success and 3 advantage? Yes. Okay. So, as you pass this guy... Wait. 1 success, 3 advantage. Okay. Not that it... Um, so, as you pass this guy, 2 things... One, you get this feeling that you've gotten on more than one occasion before of a brief connection with another Force-sensitive. Mm-hmm. And two... Um, they have a red lightsaber and they're rapidly approaching your location. <laughs> the, the, like, the mechanics jumpsuit that they have on is like kind of undone to about like mid-chest. And they've got like an undershirt on underneath. It has a respirator on it. You get a brief glimpse under the jumpsuit. It looks like they have some kind of like shoulder harness, almost like um, like a shoulder holster. And it doesn't look like a blaster that they have in the harness. See you later. <laughs> um, but you guys bump into each other. Uh, you get like a like a brief like. I'm like, walking here. Like, mumbled, like, sorry. And then they continue to, like, not run, but, like, power Does walk. Um, back towards the residential areas. Um, well, you're continuing towards the hangar. Wait, that was another passenger? Yeah. Um, you would recognize an Inquisitor that was not an Inquisitor. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've, I've stopped enough wannabe Jedi's in their tracks to get them killed. I'm not gonna stop that one. Yeah. Um, um so you're making your way to the hangar. Mm-hmm. Corin and Ash. You guys are in uh residential wing Besh. There's not a ton of people in here. Um this you guys were kind of on the like 
red-eye section of, of the journey. Wasn't a ton of people on board. Um, you do see like a small um, like Ishitib family. It's just like a, two parents and a, and a kid. Those are the ones that have like the weird like bird-like faces, but they kind of have like the weird like X-shaped heads and they're like short. Um, like that, yeah, about. that doesn't help. Um, and you also see, um, what the hell are they called? Those uh, those big furry white things from Rogue One, like a Gorin. That's what they are. Is that the ones with like the little tiny snout thing? Sure. Uh, they they have like a um like a like a translator that they wear. Oh, I've seen the big yeah, that... furry white things. Yeah, I'm thinking about the other big furry white things. The, with the ice, six eyes. Oh, yeah, the, the, the towels. Um, you see a, uh, Gagorin, um, that, um, that had, looks like they have, like, some kind of, um, not necessarily a protocol droid, um, it looks more like some kind of, sorry, um, uh, like a labor droid, but that, but it's, it's, it's not like a big load lifter or anything, it's mm. just kind of like a, like a skinny, you know, protocol droidy kind of thing. Um, when... The door opens to the wing, and you see human male, kind of scruffy brown hair, very unassuming, very much like you, Corin, um, in a blue mechanics jumpsuit and a satchel. And they hurry to one of the little bed cubbies, climb up a ladder, and you see them, uh, like... It's hard to tell without being like right up on them exactly what they're doing, but it looks like they're grabbing stuff from the bunk and shuffling it into the sh- satchel before climbing back down the ladder. Yeah, they just stole something. Um, Herrera. Yes. You've reached the hangar, or you've reached. There's like a like kind of like a flight control, like an observation mm-hmm. room that is like two floors above the hangar. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are two. Um, sovereign transport security officers. Um, they're just like black uniform with like a blue sash and like a blue hat. Mm-hmm. Um, now you've seen security officers on the flight already. Usually they have like their weapons like holstered. Usually it's just they have like a blaster pistol. These guys got rifles. Drawn. These guys have rifles swung okay. and ready. And as you approach. Um, uh, yes. What's the deal with weapons on the ship? Um, they're, you're allowed to have them. Oh. You had to, um, like, not check them in, but they had to have no. a manifest of what you have. Uh-huh. Um, and unless it's an emergency situation, you are not allowed to brandish your weapons. Anyway, uh, one of them is a Pantoran, the other one is a Zabrak. Um, and as you approach the Zabrak's like, um, excuse me, uh, civilian, you're going to have to turn around and go back to residential. But, uh, I'm just very curious the, what, just what's going on in Herrera's head. I've never seen a Zabrak so horny before. It was unsettling. (laughs) Monologue. What the hell? Anyway, um... It's the shortest monologue ever. Give me a negotiation roll. It's gonna be three purple. 
<laughs> Let me tell you, this ain't gonna work. I'm gonna have to go to plan B. What'd you get? Four threats. What's <laughs> a despair and failure? Um, if he wants it to be. Hmm. Luck was not going my way today. It's 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 first session. I'm not gonna be an asshole. Um, but you failed. So, uh, he cuts you down with his the Zabrak. Like he had his one hand off of his blaster to kind of gesture you mm-hmm. away. He's now back on the grip of the rifle mm-hmm. and finger is on the trigger. He's not raised it at you, mm-hmm. but he sternly, sir, I'm going to ask you one more time to return to residential. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go throughout the closest door and then I'm going to look for the closest ventilation shaft. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, um, give me He's a, going in the vents. Little rat. It's not gonna be that hard. It's gonna be one purple, but I am gonna use a dark side. <laughs> the Among Us so one drip. Among Us drip, but it's played by John Williams' whole William? orchestra. Herrera. Herrera. Herrera Paroi. Um, what You uh, sound like you speak the... Spanish. <laughs> it would be one red. No, yeah. but what, what's the. Tr- you didn't tell me. Uh, perception. Perception? Two success. Okay. Um, yeah, you. Uh, there was there was like a small, like antechamber between um, the main atrium and this hallway that leads to this area. It looks like it's uh, it's got like multiple doors that you would assume go into like the uh, security barracks and like uh, the captain's quarters kind of stuff. Um, both of those doors are locked. Um, but you do see right above the door that you just entered this room through, mm-hmm. there is a ventilation, uh, like, grate. I take off the duster, I fold it up, put it in my bag. I'm gonna, I guess, jump up there to try and get the grate down so I can, uh, I gotta go in the hangar. I got, well, not go in the hangar. I just gotta see what's in the hangar. Okay. So, um... Give me a two purple athletics roll, and it's you're gonna add a black to this because you're still a little, a, still a little on the buzzed side. Okay, success and advantage. Okay, um, so despite the um, subtle inebriation, you like take a couple steps back, run at the wall, foot plant up, grab onto like um, like these. They've been stripped away, so there's yes. some cord Whereas the like Galactic Star Cruiser is very fancy, these are almost Imperial levels of just stark gray utilitarian. It's just here to transport people. Mm-hmm. And there's like a missing, or like one of the, the ceiling panels is just moved a little bit. Mm-hmm. Looks like somebody had to get up there to do some work. And you're able to use that as a handhold to kind of hold yourself close to the ceiling. And you just pull the vent off and pull yourself in. This three bronze gotta go for something. Um, as you're crawling through this vent, mm-hmm. alarms start going off. Um, Corin and Ash, <laughs> um, you guys hear these alarms. I um, the <laughs> man in the blue mechanics jumpsuit hops down from the bunk and immediately goes into like uh, flight mode. <laughs> 
no, oh, like right. take charge mode. He's yeah. like to to you guys and to Fight the mode, the Tip family and the Gagorin. He's like, I don't know what's going on here. We need to move towards the escape pods because shit's hitting the fan. And he starts kind of like gesturing the specifically the Ishtip family because they kind of look very panicked. The Gagorin seems like he can kind of handle himself. Are we even above a planet? There got was mid hyper. Yeah, yes. Like we're in the middle so, of space. I, I should have mentioned that. So when you got pulled out by the um, uh, the interdictor mine, mm-hmm. um, you saw it's a very like red, dusty looking planet. Mars. We're going to Mars. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. You would know that at this point in the journey, you've passed. Mm-hmm. Let me let me make sure I'm, let me make sure I'm 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 I'm, I'm right on that because would we know the planet? Um, you can make an outer rim roll if you want. Uh, you're the one that saw the interdictor mine. <clears throat> okay. You said dick. Uh, said interdict mine. <clears throat> you said outer rim. Yes. Damn it, that's one of the fucking like only knowledge because I don't know. How, how difficult? Um. It's not. Uh, Is it a no-name planet? Like, would we, if it's a, we wouldn't know the name of it, then it's probably a harder roll. Because that means probably people in lore probably also have a hard time knowing it. Yeah, it would be... Mm, you've spent a lot of time just on Corellia. Uh, that might actually... Well, I probably looked at a map of fucking... It's gonna be... The path of traveling. It's gonna be three purple, but you're gonna get a boost. Just because you've hung out in a couple, like, seedy places on Corellia before you left that people might have been talking about it. That was one success, three advantage. Okay. Um, I didn't see the yeah. success for a second. I thought it was about to just be three advantage. Um, it didn't click when you first saw it, but now that like your mind's racing on what's going on, Mongaza. It's a planet that's pretty close to like Tatooine and Rhodia. It's on the borders of Hut Space. I'd probably get killed by the Imperials. Oh, it's it's if Tatooine is backwater, this is like back. This is, it used to be the, like, prime hub, like, back in the Old Republic for, or not the Old Republic, but, like, pre-Clone Wars. The High Republic? Um, yeah, like, closer to, like, like, even, even closer than, uh, like, even further back than the High Republic, like, closer to the, to the, like, Ru- the Rusan Reformations. Okay. Um, this was the hub for spice mining. Before oh, they found, gonna get addicted to crap. before they found Kessel, this was the place. And then once they found Kessel, the huts abandoned it. Like it used to be a, a hut control, but then they were like, "Ah, this place is shit." Like there's much more spice on Kessel. We're going there. But the huts are looking for us, which gives us the advantage. Um, you I also, uh, you I'm also know, for crack. Um, with those advantages, <laughs> the advantage. Um, that it has mostly been ignored by the Empire during its reign. Um, it was loosely affiliated with the Confederacy uh, during the Clone Wars, but only so much as as it was kind of used as like a staging area um, to move to more important planets. Okay. I'll follow the, was it a human, this mechanic-looking guy? Yes. yes. I will follow the human. <clears throat> so, uh, Ash, are you also... 
following? Or are you just going to stay in your bunk reading your books? Yeah, I'm I don't need to hang around. around. It's hard to read your books um, in an escape pod, though. Out of curiosity, one, what are you guys armed with? I, I, I know Herrera has a boomerang and, and stun a stun baton. I have a light blaster pistol and a snap baton. Okay, so you're armed like Jin or so. I have yes. a single stun baton. I also had okay. the Empire come to my family. My family sent me off, you know, when I was young. So I am I am very generous of ask. Um, and also, what I, I know what a Polis Mawson looks like, but outfit-wise, what is Ash? Is it just like jumpsuit, lab coat, or...? Kind of, yeah. Okay. That's what I figured. Uh, so you guys start following this human. Uh, Herrera, I'm assuming you can, despite the alarms, keep pushing forward. Of course. I know what the okay. alarms are for. So you end up, um, yeah, there's you. no vent. Um, or the, the vent that um, goes into the, like, the observation room. Mm-hmm. There are security in there. Mm-hmm. And you can't get a really good look into the hangar from the angle you're at without dropping down, mm-hmm. but there is another vent further along that, that would be into the hangar. Into the hangar yes. yes. Okay, so you crawl to that vent. Now, you're like 30 feet up in the air, <laughs> um, but you can look down into the hangar. You see there are a few um, like cargo ships that are supposed to be there. They're there um, from the Starliner, but you see this um, troop transport Boarding ramp is already down. You do see a couple security troopers who are already dead. So there was blaster fire? Yes. Okay, that, that, that would be my question. Um, you see that there are um, two... They don't, they're not necessarily stormtroopers. Um, the armor is a little bit lighter than that. You, with your experience, would recognize these as naval commandos. Um, these are essentially, like, Imperial Navy troopers are, like, the guys in just barely any armor at all with the, like, black swooped-back helmets that mm-hmm. you see on the Death Star. These guys are slightly better than them, and their armor is, like, it's essentially, like, a mix of a scout trooper and a regular stormtrooper. Um, so, like, chest plate, the helmet is very stormtrooper, but a little bit different. And then it's like a lot of the arm is exposed, a lot of the legs are exposed, mm-hmm. um, and they they don't typically carry um, like E11s. They're more lightly armed than like a normal stormtrooper. They're they're typically used for like boarding action. Well, that is quite obvious in the um, scenario. But you see two of them standing on either side of the uh, boarding ramp, mm-hmm. and you see the hatch of this tie advance open, and climbing out of it, you see um, an Iktachi. Um, so, like, a Saisitin, the humanoid, but they have, like, the two horns that come down. Um, in this, uh, like, black and crimson red, like, it's mostly, like, synth leather. Uh, they do have, like, one pauldron um, on the right arm. Um, and, like, almost... Um, you know, like those cowls, like space, uh, like uh, like um, astronauts have, like Buzz Lightyear's, yes, <laughs> like cowl, yep. um, like that. Also, black synth leather with holes for the horns. Um, this guy looks ridiculous. And then, um, like a black cape. Um, Can never go wrong with a cape. Drops down, 
from the tie advance and just confidently moves past, stepping over the corpses and out of view. Well, that's no good. Maybe I should tell everyone to go get to escape pods. <laughs> get back to fucking residential wing bashing. Like, where did everybody go? They must have killed all of them. No! <laughs> no! I failed once again! God damn it! Where's the bar? Yeah, he purposely fails his tasks just so that he can drink. Just, just validates his alcoholism. Anyway. Um, yeah, in that case, then, uh... Uh, well... I should go back. Hopefully, uh, hopefully everyone else is fine. Hopefully there's not more stormtroopers that are, like, already not stormtroopers. Navy commandos uh, who are uh, not blasting civilians or anything. Um, in which case, I'm going to uh, head on back because now I know the scenario, and it is bad. Okay. Um, so as you're crawling back to the vent that you entered... Mm-hmm. As you're getting close, you do hear blaster fire behind oh. you. We've been hearing blaster fire in all, all the, the time. hangar area, or in that like where that security room was. Where that security room was. Oh, my foot. Like my where the um, the observation room is. If I look down immediately, is there? If you the, would have to crawl back to that event to look. If I crawl back there and I don't see a lightsaber glowing, I'm gonna help those security guards. If there's a lightsaber glowing, I'm not gonna help those security guards because. I am going to die immediately. Okay. So you Just crawl back. Just turn yours on, Dingus. Um, you see... <laughs> My um, lightsaber? Um, <laughs> passing the first vent. Because <laughs> um, there's two vents. There's one that's, like, um, slightly outside of... And then there's one that's actually in the room. Dude, I'm about to Batman these guys. Um, the one that's slightly outside the door. You Which see one? those two, the Pantoran and the Zabrak. Arkham, the, Arkham side. Are... Dead on the ground, the doors to the uh, observation room are open, mm-hmm. and, and as you're about to continue crawling, two commandos come out of the observation room, mm-hmm. followed by the Itachi saber lit. Well, everything's gone wrong. <laughs> um, well, like I said, uh, I'm not gonna drop down on a uh, inquisitor um, with a vibro ring, so. Um, I'm gonna crawl back around and keep on going. Okay. If those guys were still fighting, maybe, but... Um, you do see, uh, as he's exiting, he's got the saber in one hand, obviously. Mm-hmm. The other hand, he's got, um, looks like some kind of, like, uh, hollow messenger. Mm-hmm. Um, His wife keeps calling him. And as you're crawling back... Killed the rebels. Uh, are you waiting for him? Because he's going in the direction that you... Are crawling. Oh! Like he's heading towards the back of the ship. Are you waiting for him to pass? Or are you trying to outcrawl him and get ahead of him? Okay, then I'm I thought I didn't know where he was heading. So now that I know that he is going to be heading in the general direction of the escape pods, um or in the residential area, um, I'm assuming to do what the Empire does best, which is genocide civilians. Are the two guards staying there? Um, the two commandos are walking with him. Okay, I'm gonna wait for them to leave. Once they leave, like, and, you know, doors closed and all that, I'm gonna, um, drop down. Um, uh, you know, on, so, I'm in the security room, or in the observation room. Okay, so, 
as you're waiting, you drop down into the observation room. You see four more corpses. Two of them have obvious blaster wounds. Mm -hmm. The other two seem like they've been cut across the chest. Well, that's kind of far. Um, You also see another one of those landers come into the hangar. How many fucking troops do they need? And unloads what looks like six more commandos. Um, How? Is this ship armed at all? It's got light armaments, Mm -hmm. um, but considering they're uh, already on board, you don't know what has been done to the exterior of the ship. Yeah, but we only shook that little bit. Doesn't mean you weren't hit with ion. True. That is true. They could have localized ion the uh, guns. Guns. True. Um, and I'm, I'm also you know these ships. The armaments the, probably aren't strong enough to go through an Imperial Star Destroyer. Yeah, you you would know that the armaments on the Star Liners are not. They're mostly. They could probably take just, out the shuttlecraft. Yeah, they're but. they're just strong enough to help fight off pirates. Part of the agreement, like part of the treaty that put these ships in motion, was that the Imperial Remnant, like Natasi Dalla, agreed to allow these things to operate in Imperial space and take refugees out if they weren't armed like warships. Because she didn't want essentially undercover warships mm-hmm. for the New Republic in Imperial space. Yes. Okay. Um, but you see these uh, six troopers um, split off into three teams. Uh, two of them go into what look like different like maintenance hatches um, a couple floors below you. Um, and the other ones look like they're coming up the ramps that lead up to, um, like, this observation room. Okay. Um, I'm gonna grab a rifle off of, um, one of the dead guys. Okay. I'm assuming it's just a blaster. It's a blaster carbine, but yeah. Okay. Um, I probably don't, I'd probably take their sling with it, because I'm assuming if they're, they've got it, so they've had it slung. Yeah. So, um, and now I'm gonna have to find a way out. You guys got escape pods, probably. There's, is there like, a, this is an observation area, is there any way to, like, I can make like a, like a page across the ship and be like, hey, yo, everybody who's not leaving, please leave, get an escape pods? Um. Or was that shut down? Uh, give me a, just a one purple perception roll. I will say, while you are, um, like, looking, mm-hmm. and you guys hear this as well, because it goes over the PA system. Okay. You hear a gruff, think like Jason Statham. Like, this Iktachi, imagine Jason Statham in alien makeup. Um, (laughs) um, I want to imagine Jason Statham. No offense to Jason Statham. um, Civilians of the New Republic, this is Imperial Inquisitor Thor. You are harboring a Jedi fugitive. Give them up and no one will be harmed. I'm pretty sure they've already watched a lot of people be harmed. (laughs) Pretty sure they've already done it. They've been firing in the ship for the past like hour. So then I'm assuming also uh, uh, three success in advance. But okay, uh, yes, you are able to uh, find the communication. It looks like it is active, mm-hmm. but it has like some kind of device that has been attached to it. So if I make a page, then well, will... it looks like oh. that's what it looks like. It's wirelessly connecting to that hollow messenger that the Inquisitor had, it looks like he's relaying it through the ship's PA systems. Interesting. I unplug it. That would take it. That would, that would do anything. My guy would take it. Um, but is it going to play through his end then too? So he's going to be holding it? It's going to be a little 
a little thing of a Kubaz pop up. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I. I think it's my my duty to uh, 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 assume that probably some people on board may still not know. Um, so I might as well hit him with the old. Uh, oh, evacuate the ship immediately. Um, that old that old song and dance. Okay. Um, so you make a broadcast then. Yes, I'm going to make a broadcast. Okay. Um, so Corin and Ash, you guys are following this uh, human towards the section of the ship where the escape pods would be. And there's multiple sections per floor, just for, you know, safety reasons. Um, after the Inquisitor's message goes out, he kind of stops. Both of you give me a single purple vigilance roll. Are we going to sense his force um, energy? No, and he shit himself. I will allow you to, if you would like, roll a force dice on top of this. What do you mean? Like, roll the Vigilance, and then roll a Force Dice on top of it, and if you get Light Pips... That's good. ...you can add that as successes. I guess I'll roll the Force Dice. But also... How many Force Dice do we have to roll? Um, well, it's, it's, one, it's equal one. to your Force Rating, so yeah. it's just one. But also, oh. then if you get Dark Side Pips, those are equal to failures, right? Well, I, I'm letting you use it. If you roll negatives, then it's whatever. It's whatever your regular Vigilance roll is. If you roll positives, it can help bump you up if you failed the base vigilance. So it's it's only a positive one. Yes. It doesn't harm us. Three successes, a threat, oh, and two lights. Oh, well, I do need to do that. Okay. I can sense your So far, I have yeah. just two advantage, but... Uh, two success, two advantage. Okay. So, Ash, how many threat did you get? One. Okay. You're going to take one strain. I can reach out to the force. And it um, it's like a feedback loop for you. But, like, there's this moment where, like, he kind of looks around at the group he's leading. And you guys look at him. And there's, like, this immediate, like, spark of, like, mental connection. You mean, like, that scene from Into the Spider-Verse? Where they're fucking yeah. sticky senses? Yes. Kind of like that. Um, and... You can see him, like, the eyes are kind of, like, flicking back and forth, like he's in, like, rapid thought. And then he plunges his hand into the satchel. <laughs> and he pulls out this um, metallic um, cylinder. It almost looks like a, um, like a, like a small, um, like, poster tube. It's just like a metal cylinder with a cap on either end. Um, but it's like, it's shiny. It's this is like almost chrome, but the metal itself is like dark. He looks to the two of you, and Ash he shoves it in your hand, and he's like, "Get them to the escape pods. I'll try and buy you time." And as he moves back um, before the door closes, you see him reach into the uh, interior of his mechanic's jumpsuit. And pulls a safe. <laughs> and yes, you see a blue energy blade ignite before the doors close. Um, so whoever wants to take the lead on leaving to the escape pods... Um, I would suggest the person that is not carrying the precious cargo. Um, well, it's going to and be... He's probably better at killing things than I am. Well, it's not killing things. It's going to be the thing. It's going to be like... 
getting people there. What would this be? Hmm. Well, how, how, like, in which way are they leading them there? Like, do they have to physically guide them there? Like, people don't know where the escape pods are? Or is it, like, to rally them? It's just getting them there because parts of the ship are now in lockdown. So it's navigating a way there without, like, the quickest way there without having to stop and pick a lock or break a door open, that kind of thing. Um, it will be a two purple survival roll. Either Corin or Ash. Uh, can we do like a joint roll or is it separate rolls for each of us? Uh, you can make a, you can make a joint roll if you want to tag team it. I have a two in cunning and nothing in survival. Uh, I have the exact same, so we're rolling the exact same regardless. Do we both get to roll it or just one of us? Just one. Fuck! You have the dice in your hand. Do you want me to do it? You guys also have one uh, light side point currently. Do we want to use it on this? You're welcome. By the way, negatives you said. Uh, two purple. If Tyler wasn't trying to stop me from my actions, I would not have a light side pit. I would use that light side pit. Yeah, I worked so hard for it. Well, we need it because otherwise it's a very even roll. Dude, all I'm saying is, fails anyway. All I'm saying is my ass. Yeah, yeah, it did. An advantage. <laughs> Dude, my ass is gonna steal one of these ships. Um, crash it. So you're able to make some good progress um, with decent time before you reach this like central um, chamber that like branches off to the different uh, escape pod chambers because um, there's four. There's two on either side. And you don't know if it was whoever has boarded the ship, or if it was a mix-up in the lockdown procedures. The doors here are locked. Herrera. Yes. Um, you make your um, your little announcement, um, and as you're getting ready to leave um, the room, you hear muffled voices, like like the doors in here are closed. Mm-hmm. Or at least I'm assuming you close them when you drop down. Um, so, outside the door, to the right. So, the side where the ramp would be coming up from the hangar. Mm-hmm. You hear muffled voices that seem to be getting more aggressive. It seems to be some kind of argument that's going back and forth. Before I get closer to the door, uh, I'm gonna look out the window and do the thing. Is there, st- I'm assuming there's still some Navy commandos in the hangar? Yes, they're, um, there's still those two that stayed at the um, the boarding ramp of the first mm-hmm. um, transport. They've now separated, so one is standing at one, one is standing at the other. Um, okay, uh, then I'm gonna get closer to that door and see if I can't eavesdrop uh, through. Okay, um, it's not too hard. Um, the voices have raised enough. It sounds like one of the commandos is trying to get information out of two other individuals, but you can't quite tell who the other two individuals are. You're just hoping they're not other commandos. <laughs> uh, beep. Okay, you open the door. You look to your right. Yeah. Okay, so you look around. You see three individuals, two commandos, mm-hmm. um, and then what looks like some kind of, um, like, one of the Starliner's engineers. Like, he's in same color scheme as the security, but it's like... Uh, coveralls, si- like similar-ish hat with like some goggles, some big leather gloves. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got his hands in the air, 
um, and the two commandos, one of them has their blaster aimed at him, and the other is kind of standing behind the first commando, gun kind of laxly at the ground, but body language is weird. I mean, the body language looks weird. Give me a, a perception roll. They don't look human. Too purple. I'm sure about that these are robots. One threat, though. It's hard to tell. It's just, you get a weird vibe. Like, the, the front one is, you've seen it a million times before. Mm-hmm. Some bootlicking imperial that's high on power, just loving to push his weight around. The commando behind him, or them, is, doesn't seem as confident. That's all you can really tell. Is it Finn? We've got our own Finn. So, doesn't seem as confident. Maybe I can get them to surrender. Get to my superior! Um, you're gonna kung fu him? Detective! But have you just, like, peeked around the door, or have you, like, stepped completely out? I've peeked around the corner, just in case it was, like, just two dudes arguing with each other okay. over, like, who what is, win the next sports ball match. Uh, what is your, um, stealth? My stealth? Uh, it should just be two, unless the crush armor gives me something. I don't think the crush armor does. It does something, because the reason it's called the crush lock armor. It, uh, I think it helps with shooting things. Oh. Oh. No, it gives me an advantage to vigilance checks. Oh, well, that would have been helpful. Okay, so it's just two green versus two purple. Let's go. Okay, so one success, two threats. So the one that's brandishing the gun um, notices you. Peek your head around the corner. But there's a, like a split second of like, he obviously recognizes you're there, but you've essentially got the drop to do something, if you so please. Oh yeah, it's Batman time. Um, wait, I have a gun. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you said it's a blaster carbine, right? Yes. Essentially the same as a blaster rifle, it's just less range. Because rifle goes long, and uh, carbine only goes to medium. So it would still be uh, nine damage, three crit, I think. Nine damage, three crit? You are right, but it's range heavy. Which, I have nothing yet. Um, what range am I? I uh, currently, you're... short. They were relatively close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it makes sense for me to... Which I just want to say, it's one thing that I'm going to be adding to my um, my, my Google Doc of stuff to share between the campaigns. Um, some of the um, range band stuff that we were rolling with before, mm-hmm. slightly off. Because short can be like up to like 15 feet, I think. It's, it's just kind of, it's narrative. There's a reason they don't use actual feet. Yeah, but I, I wanted to get a general yeah. like example. Um, now I have this blaster, but I'm no... 5 to 15 feet, yeah. I'm no good with it. So, um, instead... You're just gonna wing the boomerang at him? No, I'm gonna just run up and, uh, uh, do I want to hit him with the Sumbathon or hit him with the Vibro-Rang? That's up to you. Because the Vibro-Rang's got an accurate, but it's crit is really good. It's got a crit at 2. So, um... They're Imperials. I don't I don't care about stunning them. Um 
Then why did you give them rebels, you fucking asshole? Because I'm a guilt-ridden guy. That's the whole, that's the character. He's riddled with guilt. Brainwashing, man. Brainwashing. Um, and also, I don't really care about the rebels. It's everyone else. Um, oops. Yeah, so, uh, I'm gonna run over with that Bible ring, and I'm gonna try and, uh, slash the, uh, the, the angry-looking guy. Okay. Uh, so give me a melee roll. Meanwhile, uh, Corrin and Ash, you're in this room. The doors to the escape pods are locked. Do either of us have, uh... You can either try and get through them mechanically or digitally. Please tell me you have something I can that try can open it. doors. Um, I, you know... I should have pretended to be a spy. I was a mechanic for a little bit, so I can, I can try... It doesn't really make a difference to new mechanics or, or. Actually, I'd prefer to do computers. You were the by poke and the buttons at the uh, assembly line. Yep. Can I? Uh, yeah, you can do a computer check. Uh, it's three purple. And how many light side cups do we have? Uh, none. I don't need like a toolbox for this, do I? Um. You need tools to do something generally. It's to, a computer's check. To do slicing? Oh. I'm not slicing, I'm just... Uh, it's kind of slicing. Okay. It's, Otherwise, it'd be a mechanics check, right? Uh, he would need tools for that, too. Well, not he, can, he can do slicing without slicer gear. Um, it's... So I'm going to say... You're going to take a setback for not having slicer gear. This is essentially you trying to hack in just with the terminal that is present. Yep. Yep. Um, two success, one threat, one triumph. Okay. Yeah. Um, you said one threat. One threat, one six. Okay. Two success, one triumph. You're gonna take a strain. Um, you you're able to get all four of the escape pod uh, bays open. And while you're on the terminal, you see that there is another group of refugees, a bigger, slightly bigger group than what you've got here, that are trapped, like in another room behind a closed door. It looks like one of them has like a like a small toolkit that they're trying to use to get the doors open, um, and you're able to fudge the override, and the door slides open, and you can hear them coming down the hallway towards you guys. Oh boy. Um, so as they come in, you recognize that at least to your knowledge, everybody's here except for the guy in the mechanics jumpsuit and that Kubaz that you saw earlier in your dream and then also in the atrium. Are you two just hopping in an escape pod and bouncing? Or well, is not everybody else with us? Those two are still missing. We should be. We should wait Sorry, for wait, all the, the Kubas. The Kubas and the guy in the mechanics jumps. We in. should wait for, for survivors. That is the right thing to do. <laughs> so that Did they say the where they were going? The the mechanic Kubas disappeared. The Kubas disappeared. Guy. The mechanic guy said he was going to try and buy you guys some time to get to the escape pod. It doesn't sound like he's planning on coming. Now there are a ton of escape pods. The the people that are already here are already filing into the different bays and launching. Launching. 
Um, um, I mean, we should leave an escape pod behind. I don't think that we should stay and wait for them. Should we? Should we at least like cover these people just in case people come by? Since there's civilians piling into these escape pods, so that we don't have a uh, I have no rushing situation. Also, fuck you, mean? You have a you. Oh yeah, I don't have a gun on me. <laughs> oh right, We're both civilians. I love that Ash is the only one that has. You're the only one with like combat experience, but you were a medic. <laughs> All I've got is a stun baton. Um, I, I, I don't have like army combat experience. I will roast Tico you. I will tase you if you try and get into a, an escape pod. <laughs> Good luck. Um, we're gonna reach me. Cutting back to uh, Herrera. Dude, your poor groin is about to get blown up. What did you get for uh, the attack? I got two failures and three advantage. <sighs> yep, yep. It's always a good one. Okay. I'm not able to slice this guy. No. But I will allow you to give some boosts to the next person that attacks him. Because at this point, you've distracted him enough. His focus is yeah. on you now. Yeah. Uh, sure. Uh, okay. I've distracted him. Either uh, that point. You haven't taken any strain. So that th- that could be three boosts to whoever attacks him next. Yep. Okay. Uh, it's either gonna be that security guard or it's gonna be that other navy commando. I have a feeling it's gonna be the other navy commando because I know what page he's looking to. In which navy case, commando is actually I get my own hot, fin. So I get my own fin. That's yeah, you're cool. Poe Dameron, except you've got a smell. I'm Poe Dameron. You get to be in the. You, you get to stay with Disney and be Moon Knight next time. <laughs> Dude, I'm 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 Kubindi Knight based. Well, three oh blues tend to do this. That was this guy about to get wild. So, not this guy. See you later. Not me. You not me. run forward with your your little uh, not little but your your vibro boomerang, and you go to bring it down on this guy's helmet, and he just raises his rifle up to block it. <laughs> We're stuck together. Um, Our swords and in are that tangled. moment, you hear Car. the. <laughs> telltale sound of a stun round going off. Womp. And the <laughs> trooper collapses to the ground. And you see the trooper behind him with their rifle aimed. And then they lower it. That's more like it. I feel a connection with him. The engineer <laughs> looks between the trooper, the commando, and you. And then start booking it. I'm like, no, wait, 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 wait. We have a way to escape. We? You're the one who hatched the plan. This guy doesn't even know who you are. I have a plan to escape. You're not going to make it to the escape pods. Take this guy's clothing. Okay. So the engineer very slowly takes off his coveralls and starts putting the the commando armor on. Mm -hmm. As that is happening. <laughs> I'm gonna flip a destiny point as you hear engines as a third carrier pulls into the hangar. See you later, buddy. I'm gonna pull this guy into the room with all the corpses real fast. Leave him over there. I'm gonna take his uh, his handcuffs. Look. Cuff. The commando, the mm-hmm. actual commando. Mm-hmm. Size puts the cuffs on you. Yeah, we're getting. have a key. <laughs> and guys, where's the key? Where's the key to the cuffs? <laughs> she mm-hmm. is like, "What's your plan now?" You have a girl, Finn. Yo, 
The ship's down there, the other two? They almost empty? I mean, they are, but the one that just showed up isn't. You're taking me on board the other ones. I, I think the eight commandos that are down there are going to notice us leaving in one of the transports. What are they going to do? Shoot it? Yes! With blaster rifles? The transports have guns! Yeah, but it's already landed, Does the right? Empire ever carry AT? <laughs> Do they have a single anti-tank weapon? Um, um, not when they don't plan on shooting... You know... They're on She sighs again. Yeah, show one in the movies. And takes the helmet off. Mm -hmm. And you see... Um, imagine... Um, what's your face? Uh, uh, Okoye. Of the Dora Milaje from uh, Black Panther. You're saying so many words that I barely understand. Because she also said played. Black Panther. The, I know who you're talking the, about. The, the chick I know, from Walking. I know the bald chick. Yeah. Yes, I know. Um, then why do you need to fuck it? Because he just said a bunch of words that were pointless. He could have just said. Well, if I name. said the actress's name, you wouldn't know what the fuck I'm talking. You know about. the actress's name? Yeah, Denai Guerrero. Yeah, I wouldn't know. She sounds like a Star Wars character. Che Guerrero does. Um, Saw Guerrero. She looks at you. Based off of Che Guerrero. Anyway, she looks at you. Listen, I don't hate this plan, but I think we've got a better shot of making our way past one of the patrols going towards the escape pods than trying to steal a transport. You are her prisoner now, so well, it could aren't be... They, uh, uh, aren't they going to be going towards the escape pods? Well, yes, but they're also going to be searching for the Jedi. Yeah? Okay. That'll slow them down if we head straight to the escape pods. And you'll and draw the, less attention the, with, the, with the... Next to her, you just see the engineer wearing the commando armor just slowly raise his hand. Let me guess. You know maintenance tunnels that can get us there undetected. I can get us to the escape pods. Yeah, thumbs up. That is not the kind <laughs> of voice I like that. Come on, right? He, he literally looks yeah. like the janitor from Futurama. I thought you were going to say... Uh, Scruffy or whatever. Scruffy, yeah. <laughs> For some reason, you said that, and I, all I can imagine is the cockroach guy from uh, Men in Black when he's in. When he's in the, yeah, when he's in the guy's skin. You mean oh. you mean Big Willie Fisk? Sure. Yeah. When um, you when you started saying cockroach guy, I thought you were talking about the fucking uh, the the character from Monsters vs. Aliens, and I was like, that is not the voice he had. <laughs> I'm not talking about the. <laughs> I need sugar water. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, throw it back. Sugar. Water. And then he um, kills a family. Escape. Pod. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, uh, we live in a democracy, so... I mean, yeah, I guess technically now, they didn't. <laughs> if that's the case, uh, can I have these handcuffs off? If we run into a patrol, then... Uh... She takes the binders off yeah. of you, puts the helmet back on. Alright, well... Okay. The way, so scruff. you start uh, heading towards the um, the main atrium, mm -hmm. um, and as you enter, the doors slide open, and you immediately see a clash of blades. Oh, well. You see the human in the mechanics jumpsuit that you saw earlier, mm -hmm. um, and the Iktachi exchanging blows in the center of the room, moving about hopping up on tables, very swashbucklery. Um, and seen on Pirates of the Caribbean. Kinda. Um, and the engineer, 
immediately kind of like puts his hand on either of your shoulders and kind of pulls you into like a crouching position. And then he points to a door that's like behind the bar. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, that's where we're going. Yeah, is tunnels. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Probably keep our heads down though. Okay. <laughs> or, I mean, that guy's got a laser sword, so. Or you stop the Inquisitor. He does have a laser sword. Or that. Behind the bar to the door. Okay. Uh, so, uh... What you... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, let me save the Jedi. Ah, I'm gonna stun the Sith Lord. Uh, he's gonna... not a Sith Lord, he's an Inquisitor. They're different. This is technically gonna be a group stealth check. Uh, just roll them, because they have higher than whatever I can have. Uh? I have two, I just have two green. Uh, okay. So one problem. of those is gonna become a yellow. And you're also gonna get a boost. Because the commando actually knows how to sneak around because I she don't, was trained in it. I don't think so. I don't think they are. She's a Honestly, fucking commando. She's special forces. The stealth. You're getting the boost because of the mechanic. Yeah, see? Uh, yeah, but the yellow is probably from the commando. Uh, Negative? Uh, just one red. Oh, just one red. Classic. Success to advantage. The okay. mechanic. I like this scenario. Was useless. Um. So... You begin sneaking towards the bar, mm-hmm. um, which conveniently is keeping the Inquisitor kind of between you and uh, the Jedi. So his back is to you. And as you, like, Commando goes in, Engineer goes in, you turn for one last look as the Inquisitor kind of turns and he sees at least you entering this side passage but the Jedi realizes this and you see him just extend his hand and then swipe it to the side and the Inquisitor goes flying, goes flying to the right hits one of those semicircular couches and flips end over end mm. into another one so what I'm hearing is you did to him what Yoda did to Palpatine Yes, and you enter and the door closes behind you um, after some time you guys are just about to finish your argument over whether you should enter the escape pod or not when a access hatch in the sidewall slides open um, and you see two what look like Imperial Navy commandos oh boy. and the Kubaz oh enter the room. <laughs> you don't have a gun. I have a stun baton. Stay back! I technically have a gun. And that, and technically, I mean, I do, I just don't know how to use it. Um, Is the, the door of the escape pod closed? Uh, well, no, you guys are still in, like, the main We're still room. arguing, because the civilians are oh, still right. getting yeah. into the pod. Oh, maybe commandos We're civilians too. spy. Yeah, but room. we have an obligation to these people. Um, as you, like, aim your stun baton at this group that has just entered, one of the commandos pulls off his helmet, and you see this older gentleman with just a, a, a big 70s mustache and, like, sideburns. Um, okay. <laughs> the 70s. Uh, and he's like... I never see them with their helmets off. They're all the same to me. It's, it's the 70s BBY. Um, and he puts his hands up and he's like, Hey, put that thing down before you hurt somebody. <laughs> I can do it way more than hurt somebody with this. <laughs> I don't think you can. I work I'm here. I'm a doctor. <laughs> I work here. 
You do recognize the Kubaz from your dream. I know who he get, and he's in shackles. No, I'm not. They took the binders off. I just have a gun in my hands. Creepy detective. Uh, are we gonna leave or yeah, the 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 actual commando takes her helmet off now at this point, and she's like, "Yes, we're wasting time here." Is that everyone on the ship? Is it every civilian? Yes. That is everyone on the ship that are, isn't dead. Like how many other dead. people are loaded into the fucking? Closet? Uh, pretty much the only people that aren't that haven't loaded up and left yet are you guys. This commando in the jam. And probably some okay. staff. And probably some staff that you don't know because or you died. We don't count staff. Yeah. Janitor's staff. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting the hell out of here. But also remember that when you were like, He's already this like thing? this engineer dude is already climbing into an escape pod. He's getting in his own. He's leaving by himself. Uh yeah, the commando is getting in the pod with the janitor. On you two. YouTube. There's you two. There's enough room left in that pod for one person. I'm getting it. Jesus Christ! How small are these fucking pods? These people are weird. <laughs> this this one's just waving a stun baton at me. Even the Navy commando was nicer. Yeah, I don't trust someone running at me with fucking guns drawn, dressed yeah, as an Imperial Special running. Forces. This door just kind of opened. I think you're just entered. a little bit racist. That you I'm a member of the Rebel Alliance, asshole. Were, I I've learned. Were. Still. And it's the New Republic now. Damn. I don't trust that because they shoot at me. Um, you don't know what I've seen. So you guys, oh, I know what I've seen. So you guys enter... I've been on the other side of what you've seen. These escape pods. Yeah, fucking traitor. Um, Herrera, the janitor, and the commando in one. Corin and Ash in another. And they launch. Your um, escape pod gets hit with a terminal laser and you die. <laughs> and... This is why I said we should have taken the ships. As they're descending, and just about entering the, uh, like, as they're descending, you watch after some time, because it takes some time um, for them to move towards the planet. Um, you see ships leaving the Aegis, um, and then as you start entering the atmosphere, you see from, like, the engine section of the Aegis just a large explosion. Seems like they destroyed the hyperdrive. <laughs> um, From an explosion it, it doesn't. Big. It doesn't look like a coaxing explosion. Never mind. Um, but they definitely planted some kind of explosives or rigged a self-destruct on the ship. Yeah, Pyrus brought something um, with them. A bomb. <laughs> um, I considered it. Don't, 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 don't think I did. It's too late, though. Um, um, uh, but... Um, after some time, the pods hit the ground, and it's rough. Um, I'm gonna need a resilience roll from all of you. We all die on impact. <laughs> uh, the resilience for okay. the two of them is really low, so I'm not even gonna bother rolling. Um, it is four purple. Ooh, what happens if we get a despair? <laughs> no, brain damage isn't that bad. I'm good. I got success in three threats. Okay. No brain damage. What if we get a despair? Did you get a despair? <laughs> Maybe. I got one. I got one despair. <laughs> or, sorry, four uh, uh, threats. So a failure and a despair. I got four threats and a success. So then it's still just a despair. A so yeah, it's just, it's a, despair. just a despair. <laughs> this guy's got brain damage. A good thing you have the medic in your uh, thing. Four failures. <laughs> Never mind. 
You both have brains. Hey, n those are just failures. That's not a despair. Okay. So, Ash is knocked unconscious. Yeah, I would like to let you know, being a post Mustang, I have one brawn. Um, Herrera, you... Got thrown around like a ragdoll. Uh, are able you to jumped brace right yourself. before it hit the ground, so you didn't take um, any damage. You were the only person that had the smarts to put the brace bar down and buckle. Um, we didn't have time. It reminds me of the Imperial shuttles. Um, but you are going to take three strain. That's fine. Um, Corrin. Poor, poor Corrin. You're not only knocked unconscious. You're given heavy brain. brain. Am I going to take a crit? I'm going to roll a crit. Homie's going to literally lose an eye from an escape pod crash. A controlled oh, no. crash. Don't worry. You, like I said, you have a doctor. So, like, you'll be able to... I can't... Doctor's fucking unconscious! He'll bleed out before I get to him. <laughs> um, the target increases the difficulty of all intellect and cunning checks by one until oh, the end I of the game. Oh, I have brain damage. I actually have literally called Headringer. I have actual um, brain damage. Am I conscious, or no? No, you are not No, you are not conscious. Until the end of what? The encounter. Which... Which will be the end of the session, but... Uh, the, the the crit stays. The crit stays. The effect doesn't. So you've got a, a, a minor concussion. Um, but... Yeah, there is a spot for criticals on this. Um, it's on the front page. It's next to your restroom. Do I just write one for criticals? Yeah, you write uh, one criticals and then you can write... Don't the, severity, the severity is two. It's two purple. Yeah, but that's not what criticals means. It just says criticals on severity. Just write... Just write one in the criticals, and then in the space next to it, just write two severity. Or just, like, two. Um, Remember. So, Herrera. Yep. You're the only one conscious um, for this happening, so... I'm monologuing. The I'm, pods I'm, hit. Do they land in, like, a very similar area? Because, I mean, like... You can see... Uh, they you all can, launch out in a similar direction. You can see out the window before they hit their... There's a distance between them, but they're still in a relative. Because you have to area. think about it, if how much space is in between us and that. They're landing. It's like they start off. You guys were in the spread. same bay, so they're gonna land in roughly the same general okay. area. So, but it's still actually come to like and actually hole. set up a place where we can you know, um, help the survivors. Makes no sense for all of us to just disperse randomly. We're on a random planet. You're able to um, unbuckle yourself, pull the roll bar up. Mm. You're able to get Scruffy and the Commando out of the pod. Is it safer out of the pod than in the pod? Uh, well, I mean, you're just... There's sand. Mm -hmm. Fuck. That's all you see. It's coarse um, and rough and gets everywhere. Though it's like... Um, the it's sand... Uh, the, it's not as um, like rolling sand dunes as Tatooine. It's, not it's a little flatter. And, gets in and the sand itself is red. Run bars. Um, Wait and a you second. You can see. I literally said this. Um, the other pod, within like fifteen minutes walking wait, distance. Wait, 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 wait. Whoa, um, whoa, whoa. Uh, where you've landed. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna limp my way over there. Um, okay. Were we given the name of the planet? Mungaza. But only Corn knows that. Yeah, no one else does. Um, I heard Red say, no, it's like, are we on Geonosis? <laughs> force the doors open. Okay. And yeah, they, they have like... I just imagine like a bumblebee from uh Yeah, kinda. Um, they have like a like a pull pin. The doors go... Like there's a panel oh, no, that you open up, and then you can pull the pull pin, and that mm -hmm. 
slams the door open. Yeah. You're able to get everybody out of the pods and kind of grouped up when you start hearing the sound of like repulsor lift engines. I'm gonna, even though I'm not really that good with the gun, I'm like, why do you have the gun then? Pick up the gun. Um, I'm a scan. Now, as much as it's not at, like the hills aren't as big, mm-hmm. but there's still a level of hilliness to it. Mm-hmm. And cresting the top of a nearby sand dune, you see a definitely beat up and definitely modified separatist MTT coming over the hill. And it's got like cargo netting that's attached to the side. We've got some scrapper dude coming over. Like some scrap that's kind of shoved in the netting. um, As well as some kind of like antennas that are are sticking up. My guy doesn't even know what an MTT is though. Uh, you, you would have the learned... Conf- the Confederacy, or like, the, the war didn't really touch Kubindi. Yeah, but you would have learned, um, because the... Oh, I guess the... The, the Rebel Alliance the, used a lot of old Separatist stuff. And also the Empire probably... The Empire did fight the Confederacy. Yeah, what was left of them. Yeah. Um, so, you probably don't know too much about them, but you at least recognize it. I'd be like, that's a tank! Um... And you can tell it used to be painted the separatist gray and blue, mm-hmm. but most of the blue paint has been sandblasted off. Mm-hmm. Such um, a nice paint job. And there is newer. What? Um, the, what? The separatist blue and gray fucking like that nice sleek paint. There scene? are newer additions, paint-wise, and um, like there are some bits of like scrap, like almost like rebar, mm-hmm. that have been welded to the outside as, like, spike defenses. What the hell? Um, and, like, a big, scrapper, right? um, like, toothy grin has been painted along the front. Yeah, but, like, who does this? Um, who does this Mad Max shit with an MTT? Um, and it pulls up to where you guys are kind of, like, resting with yeah. boats around it. Yeah. Um, and stops. And the front, like, hatch opens up and the little, um, mm-hmm. ramp comes down. And you can see that the, like, droid racks have been completely removed. Oh, I'm fucking stupid. I was, wait, the, I'm just confusing the MTT with the tank, the, um, the fucking... Oh, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's, it's the... It's the mobile The droid care. Yeah, it's that, yeah. I was confusing it with the fucking tank. Um. That's why you said the toothy grin, I was imagining it on the front, like, Oh, on that, like, weird fin? Yeah. Which would be terrifying, to be honest. Um. But... It's more like like a like a World War Two bomber. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you see, coming down the ramp, mm-hmm. about like five seven, humanoid, female. All of them? All of them? No, just one. There's just one person. You said oh five seven as in the yeah, height. Yeah, high, yeah. Um, they have like pinkish red skin, mm-hmm. and hair that you can tell is supposed to be like a like pastel blue but it looks like it was somewhat recently dyed black and has like grown out mm. um so like the tips are black and like it's got like black streaks it's so tied it's up like, in a bun it's like reverse um and goggles on the head it looks like they're wearing a, like a like a mechanics jumpsuit that's like rolled down to the waist mm-hmm. and just like a like a tank top has a full sleeve tattoo of like a crate dragon coiled up. Like, That's pretty sick. like she's not like Abby from Last of Us 2 jacked. But she's but like, she works on machinery yeah. jacked. Imagine 
Um, she's like the, uh, the, what do you call it? Yeah, imagine Florence Pugh as um, new Black Widow. I do not know what that means. Well, you just said words. <laughs> Eduardo knows what I'm talking about. And you can tell she's also got like some kind of like geometric design around the left bicep tattooed on. So generic. Um, Here's the question. People, it's one. Um, There's got to be more people in the MTT, dingus. There are two other things that come out, but they're not the droids. Um, you see, uh, climbs up the back of her leg and up onto her shoulder, a BD unit. Oh no, I know what this. Um, but the the head isn't like just a, like a rectangle; it's like a like hexagonal. Hey, um, BD One's head was trapezoidal. I just mean, like, from a top-down view. It's not, like, a square. Yeah. It's, like, a hexagon with a flat point where the eyes are. Um, uh, that's, like, a like a mm-hmm. faded black and blue color. Mm-hmm. And then, if you've seen the concept art for BB-8, um, where it's... Uh, actually, I have a picture. It's got, like, um, the head attaches on, like, an actual... Like, almost like a rail yeah. that goes around the ball. Yeah. Um... I like that. That I like that version of BB-8 so much more. Because normal BB-8 that is also a cool design. Normal BB-8 just looks stupid. He's just um, a ball. He has omnidirectional movement. Um, okay. R2 can't do that. Uh, it's also um, black, but it's got like um, uh, yellow um, detailing, mm-hmm. um, and it's more yellow than black. Okay. Um, and as it comes out. Don't it be black of, detailing. It's it's about 50-50. <laughs> it's just not like it's like all black with some little yellow bits. It's like almost 50-50. Okay. And it's not like a bright, vibrant yellow either. Yeah. Um, and as it comes rolling out, you can see the interior of the MTT has like tools hung from hooks mm-hmm. and like uh, jerry cans like on the ground. And he kind of like runs into a stack of jerry cans on accident. It looks like it doesn't really have a grasp on how big of a droid it is. Um, oh, it's gonna be like a mouse droid brain inside this thing. And it just kind of knocks these jerry cans out of the MTT and down the ramp, and then comes to like a like it was going too fast. Mm-hmm. So it kind of rolls. So down. it kind of like rolls, stops, and its head kind of comes forward and then bounces back and to a halting position next to her. Yeah, as that's going on, I'm gonna lower the weapon and like walk over and like pick up the jerry can. So uh, that's where we're gonna wrap up. Any of our uh, new listeners that want to get kind of periodic updates, uh, we are on Facebook under the the Galaxy RPG Podcast. We are on Instagram as Galaxy underscore RPG underscore Podcast, um, and we also have a subreddit r slash galaxy rpg so uh, you can jump on there leave us comments leave us reviews uh, anything like that and we'll see you in the next one